0: Do this the right way. Welcome all to the host talk national podcast. We are on the field <laughs> in the bleachers and at your fingertips. I think that's how, how it goes, right?
1: Oh man, it's been a while. It's been a while, right? Wait,
0: we got well, we got we got to let you do it.
1: All right, we welcome everyone you- to the NYCFC Nation podcast. We are on the field in the bleachers and at your fingertips. There you go.
0: There you go guys. You got it. Andres Emiliano Soto is on the podcast right now. Finally, after such a long time. time. Many guys guys will wonder how you did this. How you did this. Simple. I tie him up. Yeah. We're doing this right now, right? It's cold. I think it's like negative 20 degrees outside. It's windy. I'm getting sick, which is a uh, bad thing. I know I am. It's not a good thing.
1: Nah, man, uh, stay, stay healthy, man. But no, nah, it's been a long time, and um, you know, you're a big fan of NYCFC Nation, and and of course of our other our sister podcast, um, New York City Football Podcast. And you know, you reached out to me, and you were like, "Yo, let's record." I was like, "Hey, you gave me like a two month notice. I'm down." I gave
0: you- <laughs> I'm giving more than two months. No, yeah, it, like, it
1: was like six months. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, here's the here's the thing. Why, when I started to do my podcast, there were three people that I wanted to be in the first season. Mm-hmm. It was you, Athena, who 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 uh she's an actress who was in Marvel oh Marvel at that uh, one of the Netflix shows. Okay. And of course, my friend um, Katya, who I'm gonna have her in January. Right now, it looks like January for me because um, I'm gonna be on vacation from work, and it's around the time I, um, before many of you guys know about this, if I said this, she is a backup singer for Prince Royce, and he already announced his tour. Which that right now is like I had to get her before she starts rehearsing this other sort of stuff
1: interesting well for you to name me with those two who are way more attractive professional have way more money than i do i appreciate that antonio i appreciate that a lot i mean i mean let's
0: all be uh, like let's all be honest you are the godfather nycfc let's all be honest
1: (laughs) el patron el patron el patron
0: (laughs) you're the one who's you're Let's all be honest. You're the one who started the whole NYCF niche, NYCFC podcast for anything. Blue, Blue City Radio. Um, What's the other podcast? I forgot. Um, blue balls. Blue balls.
1: Dudes um, in blue.
0: But you pretty much started it all. You're like from the beginning. Beginning. Let's all be honest with that.
1: Well, if you want to be on, I appreciate the credit. If you want to be honest, the first podcast that I heard before I decided to make NYCFC fan podcast. Was Blue City Radio, and so that was the first "quote unquote" well, not "quote unquote." That was the first, I think, the first NYCFC themed podcast out there. And so when I created NYCFC fan podcast, I was number two automatically by default, second best.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you, but everybody was going to you. Let's all be honest with
1: that. Uh, well, listen, everyone has their own, their own, uh, you know. Their Thank own favorites and their own yeah. their own. Um, the way I see it is, when you're listening to something like you want to be entertained, just like music. You know, we all have Spotify, right? Most of us use Spotify, but yeah. we all have different playlists. So you know, we all listen to podcasts, but we all have our different, you know, you know, podcasting theme. Whether it's like, you, you know, you're you're just a prince uh, backup singer to Prince Royce, and you know that's bachata and, and música Urbana but it's like. I don't always listen to bachata and musica urbana. There's so many different other types, you know, it's just whatever genre you want to listen to. So uh, I, I appreciate you saying it was the best. I had great fun doing it. I've had a lot of guests on board helping us with it, um, and we still stay communicated offline. Um, but yeah, you know, it's just, uh, it, was a, it, was a, it was a fun 200 episodes. <laughs> it's a lot.
0: It's going to be more. It's going to be more. It's like, what? You've been there for five years? got to be more. We need, like, a 201. We need to catch 300. <laughs> you hear that, Blue City Radio? We're coming for your numbers. <laughs>
1: well, we're, we, we're, we're we, take, we're take... we would have beaten Blue Go City Radio me. if I didn't take off a break. Um, I took two breaks, one, like, two years ago, and then one this year. And that's when Blue City Radio caught up to us and then eventually beat us. Um, so they have, I think, the, uh, the, they're the, the, the podcast to catch up. But, you know, it's, it's not about uh, – I guess you could say it's not about quantity. It's about quality. And I think both shows have their, their, their fun. I think if you like tactics and, you know, analyzing the game and, and all that stuff, Blue City Radio is the best one out there. Um, I like to think that NYCFC Nation is a mix of both, of uh, some tactics and more antics rather than tactics. Uh, we like to talk about food. <laughs> we yes. like to argue about other stuff that has nothing to do with soccer. Because at the end of the day, it's my show, and I don't want to be boring. Um, and that's I find true. that and I find that fun. <laughs> so that was it.
0: <laughs> Same here. That's why I had the MLS females um, back in the day. I had I had them in the uh, the podcast, and we went so of course, rather than being an hour and a half podcast, yeah. it, it was almost like three hours.
1: Yeah, that's crazy, <laughs> man. You yeah, that's way too long. It's fun and it's. It's it's great to have that conversation with people, and especially people who you know and like. But yeah. on the editing side, it's crazy because you oh, know, yeah. like editing fifteen minutes of a show is about a half an hour. So imagine three yes. hours; like it's just crazy, man.
0: Oh, I took for that episode. I took, I won't lie, maybe four hours of editing.
1: That's a long time. Yeah,
0: uh, but I, for YouTube, I used to take maybe like five hours so it's yeah. pretty much the time so so it's not like oh god i gotta edit like how am i gonna do this it's i already have um experience from back in the day of editing so i'm like okay i'll do this and i do that okay i made a mistake at this time okay write it edit it at this time this and this that's all i do and then once i'm done i just stick them all together and boom there's a podcast cool man that's the thing all right, so let's start this. Everybody wants to have more fun. Let's start off with some questions right now.
1: <laughs> let's go. I'm ready.
0: All right. What was the idea of, or origins of the NYCFC Nation podcast slash website?
1: Uh, the origin. So I guess you have to start with NYCFC Fan Podcast. And um, when I created NYCFC Fan Podcast, I did it in the hopes of Really just talking about soccer and soccer of of a team that's local in New York City. Um, And you may know like my background, my my real life is real estate. And I helped my broker create his own podcast for real estate. And I was basically editing his show for about a year. And I was like, now I want my show. (laughs) And I was like, I don't want to talk about real estate. What am I to talk about? And when NYCFC was announced, I was like, bingo. I get to finally talk about a team that is local to me, uh, other than Colombia and Argentina, who are really the only two teams that I root for. Um, you know, and if and if I have to root for other local teams or you know league teams, I would say River Plate. Yes. Um, and in and in England, I've I've England. I'm not a big fan of Premier League, but it, I've always supported Newcastle back in the day, especially when uh, Faustino Obieta used to play for Newcastle. Oh, oh yeah. Um, yes. Lined True. up with Alan Shearer, so you know I was a fan because of him, right? So, can you call me a, a Newcastle supporter right now? No, but you know yeah. if I have to root for a team, I'll go for them. Um, yeah. But so yeah, no, I created NYCFC fan podcast, and you know you you need to put your web, your podcast, Antonio, on a website so that people can also visit it there. But that was really it. You know, I didn't really have any any end goals. With the podcast. I just wanted to talk about soccer. I invited a few guests. One of my first few guests was uh, Colton and also Matt Reed, Uh, Colton Qureshi, who I think now covers USL and Matt Reed, who's who's gone and written now for, I think, NBC Sports and. I think he just got or US Soccer there was like 2 or 3 or CBS Soccer I forgot which one it was but you know he got promoted or or got different opportunities and he's making a career for himself so you know I brought in people who were knowledgeable about soccer but at the end of the day I got bored talking about soccer and I wanted to bring fans to give them an input and that's why the name is NYC Fan Podcast you know so that way the fans could come on the show and talk about the team and you know especially the first year where we totally sucked, you know, give them a place to, uh, to vent.
0: I was listening to the episodes. Like when I said, I'm doing research, like Mm -hmm. at work, I could listen to podcasts. I was listening to a lot of them.
1: Isn't it boring back in the day? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? Let me take it back. Not boring, but it
0: It was, it was informative. It was like, okay, you know, this is how I, you know, this, uh, this person did at this time. It was like, it was like, watching sports nation
1: but on like on audio on audio yeah and i got bored of that because again i didn't know what i was doing you know i i had an idea i didn't know how to do it um like i said before blue city radio was already on so listening to them gave me some ideas of what i don't want to do but um everything else was basically you know i i I took inspiration from other podcasts that i listened to and i said f it i'm just gonna go do what i want to do and if it If it rolls well, it rolls well. And then, you know, NYCFC Fan Podcast was available – well, it was out for about two years. Um, And then I got the opportunity to take over NYCFC Nation. And NYCFC Nation was a great, quote-unquote, like, blog for a lot of uh, breaking news. And it made sense to just merge the two names together and just have it NYCFC Nation Podcast. And that was it. Like, it's just the podcast, the blog – and here we are in 2019, and I started that in 2015, I think. Yeah, 2015.
0: Oh, uh, okay. So, like you saying that, that was one of the questions. Um, what was the change between the fan podcast, what what was used to be called, and now from the nation?
1: Yeah. So, uh, NYCFC Nation, the Twitter handle and the website was out and about, and it was a website owned by another person or a, you know a company owned by another person. They sold it i bought it <laughs> i'm the buyer um i guess you could say i was the highest bidder um how much was, was it i can't i can't disclose that <laughs> okay okay
0: five dollars and twenty cents people it was $5. <laughs> okay Close. six dollars let's go
1: <laughs> it was six 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 but man. yeah no but it was it was that was it it was an opportunity and at that time i was in a really good position financially and i was like i'll make the i'll make the purchase and i took it over and with that that's how i got introduced to uh, crispy or you know as we all his last name begins with p what is funny is that people think we just call him like crispy like almost like a crispy chicken sandwich but his name is chris space last name p so just when you say it fast it's crispy right so and that's how i met crispy um, and you know, at that time Crispy was living in New York and Long Island, and he was writing on the blogs. And I was like, listen, if you want to continue writing, do it. And he wasn't a big fan of writing because he was like, I'm bored, I don't want to do this. I was like, all right, so what do you want to do? So he was more of a like my co-host on the show for a while. Um, he introduced me to Chris Mags, uh, who we also just on the show called Mags. And he was also a a uh, founding member and a season ticket holder sitting at the bleachers with Crispy, and he was also working on the subreddit, which I still think he does now. But um, he loves to write, and so I was like, "This is perfect. We got two Chris's—one who likes to write, one who's my co-host—and we got this going. And then from there, it grew into three, four, five, six, almost nine different members now. Um, with Roddy, who's living in Korea, Jordan, Nick. Juan. Juan, our photographer, who's on the field, um, who takes a lot of great photos. Um, did I miss anybody if I did? Oh, shit. Um, no, nah, I think that's it. Yeah. Two Juans, two Chrises, Nick, Jordan, and uh, myself. And then, you know, we had some other people here and there that, you Oh, know,
0: Nick. You, you said Nick, right, Nick?
1: Yeah, no, I, I can't forget Nick. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he, uh, you know, we had some people here and there who joined us and then eventually, you know, they don't want to do it anymore, which is cool because it's not like you're getting paid for it. We're doing this out of love, out of out of love for the team, out of out of a passion. You know, you're, you're doing it because you like to write. You're doing it because you love to take photos. You're doing it because you like to talk behind a mic or like you. You like to interview people to get to, to know them a little bit better. Um, so, yeah, that that's basically a long story of how we became from the fan podcast to NYCFC Nation podcast.
0: That's. Right there, you answered two questions in one story. Because the other one would have been, "What was the story between the book Chris's?"
1: <laughs> no. so pretty
0: much, and you pretty much just took it. I was like, "All right, that's it." Okay, <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, with that.
1: yeah, two Chris's, uh, two different personalities. Um, Chris Mags is more of the analyst, and yeah. Chris B likes to see the world uh, burn. Yeah. Um, and you know, he, he he's they're all good. And you know, I had them both on the last show on episode two hundred. And it it was fun. You know, uh, NYCFC Nation, as much credit as you could give me, would not be where it is without both Chris's and also without everyone else who supported NYCFC Nation, including just fans who, you know, even with a, a simple retweet, you're supporting the show. So, yeah, you can give me all the credit you want, but without everyone else, it would be nowhere. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, I get it. I was what was it? I was in one episode, but that was by by accident. <laughs> Cause I think somebody left uh, a click um of uh, something for me uh somewhere to somebody to click and I thought I was like oh it's probably gonna go straight to YouTube.
1: Nah, man, that was me. I put that out there so people could come on. And you fell asleep on the show. I'm not gonna forget that.
0: Wait, hold on. That was not me. All right.
1: Nah, no. Oh, my bad. That was not you. Yeah. That was not you. Yeah.
0: I was up. I was just playing video games. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was doing Smash Brothers.
1: Because
0: remember, it was January. It uh-huh. was January, and, and Smash Bros came in December.
1: Okay. Yeah, right.
0: I was I was playing video games. I was killing everybody. Now I don't play Smash Bros no more, which is yeah. very so. Weird. I, I
1: don't I don't know what's worse: the fact that you were on the podcast and you were either not sleeping, or you were playing video games. I don't know which one is worse, but yeah, I appreciate that, man. <laughs> uh, I appreciate probably, your focus. Prob- appreciate <laughs> probably
0: not sleeping because I have to be up at five o'clock in the morning. All
1: right. All right. Fair enough.
0: All right, I have to ask you this question even though it's not on on my thing. Go what's for the it. what's the deal with the the other NYC whatever thing's called Nation?
1: Oh, well, so long story short, when I took over NYCFC Nation, there was already somebody who owned the domain of www.nycfcnation.com. And if you still go to it today, you can you can go to that website, but you'll see it has not been updated since 2015 or maybe even 2016. Um, but th- those two companies or those two names were completely separate. Like they were com- owned by two two different entities. And I reached out to those uh, owners of NYCFCNation.com and I was like, listen, I own this. I own that. Let me buy the domain. And they wanted to come on board to be part of NYCFC Nation. And I said, no, <laughs> I just want your damn name. Um and so that didn't happen and I just created the nycfcnation.com which could be a bit annoying or you know confusing but yeah our website is the nycfcnation.com and our you know Twitter handle is at nycfcnation.com and then I know that you know there's other network sports network who has every team at nation.com. So it's like Knicks at nation.com NYCFC at nation.com. So it's like, you know, nation is not a, it's not an original name. Like obviously yeah, there's so not. many other quote unquote nations out there. It was just the one that I inherited and I went with it. And, you know, could we change the name in the future? Possibly. I don't know. I don't, I don't think we will. We definitely changed the logos. You know, we definitely changed, you know, the quote unquote image of NYCFC nation, but, yeah, though that comp- that website's still out there. They also have a a Twitter handle. They also have a an Instagram, which is not inactive. Uh, I'm sorry, which is inactive. But yeah, that's all I can say about that.
0: Yeah, because pretty much when that thing happened, and the 200 were like, wait, we I was like, wait, did 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 Andre just sold the the nation? Did he just uh-huh. sold it? Because we just saw like the I think the the person was following me, and then he was like. I was like, wait, what the hell is this?
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, that's some company that's, uh, you know, they're just out there to, to create awareness of their brand. They have, like, 8,000 followers. Mind you, they probably have 8,000 accounts, you know, um, that they own, and they follow each other and retweet, retweet each other. But, um, no, I don't think that's going anywhere. So, it's all good.
0: Okay, okay. that That's for good for people to know because we were, like, what the hell just happened?
1: Yeah. Uh, and you know right. what? It's awesome because a lot of fans like yourself would like reply, We already have an NYCFC Nation. What the fuck is this? And I'm like, yeah. Oh, you guys got our back. I love that. <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't have to do the dirty work. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, but well, that's it. I think was Nick was one of them, he was going for it. It's like, hey, hold on, we already got this. It's like well, what's next?
1: Yeah, and I, I love the, uh, the the Spider-Man gif of him looking at himself, pointing at each other. Like, who, who are you?
0: Um, yeah,
1: that, that's like the perfect analogy for, for what happened. But what are you going to do? Uh,
0: uh, true. I mean, listen, at
1: the end of the day, it's just a name. Um, I know. We what can is easily the awareness? Change, yeah, we could easily change our name to NYCFC, the only show you ever need to watch, see or read.com, right? Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I won't.
0: You heard, you heard that Blue Sea Radio... <laughs> and what's your signature? So the only podcast, all right. Go out of town. Go, go talk about the rebels now.
1: Oh, man. Nah, they're good over there. Mike's good. He's a good guy. I like him. All
0: right, we're just playing. We love you, right? <laughs> all right. Um, what what is the criteria to be a guest? You know the what you were looking for during uh your time doing the podcast.
1: Well, to be a guest, you just got to be a fan. And you know the, the hardest part about bringing fans to the show is many fans especially you know four or five years ago we're not used to being behind a mic and neither was i you know like here i am episode maybe 20 interviewing someone who's never been behind the mic and i i have more experience than they do because i've done 20 episodes you know um but it's interesting uh when you speak to these fans because when when i record i always have a uh a moment where we're just getting to know each other offline and none of this is is in the recording. And that could be a 20 minute conversation. And I do that to to warm them up, you know, to kind of get them in the mood to to start talking because at the end of the day, this is an audio podcast. If you're listening to this, you want to be entertained in your ear. You know, you're not watching a YouTube channel where you can watch something and be entertained. So there's many guests that I've had that were great during that 20 minute introduction. And then when I was like, all right, you're ready to record? They're like, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. And I hit record. Silence. I'm like, where the hell? What, like, where were you 20 minutes ago? Like, you were all chitty chatty, but now that I'm recording, you're quiet. So, you know, as a host, Antonio, I'm sure you know, like, yeah. it's hard to get some information out of people and get them comfortable once you hit that record button. And so, it was hard to 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 bring on some guests um, who were not comfortable behind the mic. But at the end of the day, you know, I, I gave them the opportunity to talk about the team and talk about why they followed NYCFC, what made them become a fan, where they live, what other teams they follow, and that's the requirement. Like just be a fan, don't be a douche, and you know, let's have a fun time. Let's let's pretend we're, you know, like you said, sitting down, you know, at a cafe if you don't drink or at a bar like I do drink and (laughs) let's just let's let's just talk that's it and that's the requirement you know if you know a lot about soccer great we can get into analysis if you don't know a lot about soccer cool we can get into fan stuff you know and i've had different fans from you know season ticket holders to supporters to you know some hooligans on the show who i still represent um and love but you know it's it's all about giving again a platform for people to be to be a part of and to to talk
0: that's good especially us we just took like a 20 minutes before recording session yeah. we actually took i might put that later on <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i'll have that somewhere on the side but like yeah we did 20 just 20 minutes maybe i'll make that into like a. I don't know i don't know how i'm doing this a year anniversary type of podcast i don't know I'll oh, probably...
1: you're, you're sweet but no nah, i don't need to warm up i'm I'm a real estate agent. I'm always, you know, talking to people and advising them what to do and what not to do. Um, and I don't need to be warmed up. Uh, obviously, if it's someone I don't know, it would be a little bit more difficult for me to be out of my comfort zone. But I know you, you know, not physically, not personally, like in, in like face to face. I don't yeah. think we've ever met, but we've obviously no. interacted a lot through Twitter and through the podcast. So in a way, actually, I did see you because we, we spoke on on the webcam. So in a way, yeah, I did meet you.
0: The webcam, forgot when. <laughs> no, seriously, I did forgot.
1: Ah, me too. <laughs> I could go back and look. <laughs> I just don't
0: remember. I think I was sleep. I think I was. It was.
1: Asleep. It was a year end event. So it was either twenty eighteen or twenty seventeen. And I, I want to say it was twenty seventeen, um, because it was a it was a year. Or maybe it was twenty eighteen. I don't remember. But it was a year end event. No, it wasn't twenty eighteen because I didn't do so many recordings. So it was twenty seventeen. Definitely twenty seventeen
0: i uh, probably is that because I don't really don't really remember. Yeah, because
1: I, I stopped recording midway through twenty eighteen. Um, yes. So yeah.
0: All right. Uh, during the two hundred episode, you announced that that was it. You were done with the podcast. that uh, what was what's the story about that? Like.
1: So. I would say. Sometime in 2018, early 2018, maybe late 2017, me personally, financially, emotionally, I was going through a lot. My family, uh, ex-girlfriend at the time, um, I was just going through a lot and I needed to take a break. And when I took a break, I took about, I don't know, a three, four month break from, from recording. And then I got back into it a little bit again and I started to record here and there, but I didn't find it fun anymore it almost felt like a chore as bad as that may sound it felt like a chore because you know there were so many other things in my mind recording a podcast was not really one of them and so i, I, I basically stopped at like episode 197 and then i said to myself i can't stop at 197 i have to at least hit 200 so i recorded two more episodes and I was still on the on the on the fringe or edge I don't know which is the right term of continuing to record because slowly my life was and the life around me was was slowly turning back around in a good way and i I was like, "You know what, let me take episode two hundred to see how I feel and I, I didn't say this on the show, but throughout the whole show, I was contemplating of whether or not. To do another episode or just to quit entirely. And I had Crispy on, I had Mags on, I think Roddy was on. I think yes. um I think um I'm sorry, the other person I forgot, oh my god, how can I forget? Um is John, John Levin, who 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 has been a key uh writer on our website. He was trying to get on and he couldn't get on. Um obviously he has a family with and a wife, so it's like he's got, you know, life. <laughs> I don't have that. Um Sorry, I forgot about John. I'm sorry, John. Um, But, you know, there came a point in the episode where I was like, you know what? I'm I hit 200. I'm happy with where I'm at. And this is going to be it. And so at that point, I think Crispy had just logged off and we were still talking about something else. And I was like, hey, guys, I got to make the announcement. Um, It was fun. And that was my last show. And I don't regret it. I really enjoyed having that episode. I really enjoyed everyone that was on it, and you know it was a bit of a surprise. And you know some people reached out to me on Twitter and like, hey, you know we heard things were bad. We didn't know that. And you know you, you know social media, you always put things that are good. You don't really put a lot of things that are bad. Um, but you know I was happy with what I did, and maybe to my fault, I'm the type of person to take on a on a, on a challenge. And once quote unquote, I finish that challenge mentally, I move on with something else. And I do want to move on with something else. I don't think I'm going to be recording personally any podcasts. Um, If anyone wants me on their podcast, I'll be happy to be on it. Um, But, you know, I really wanted to focus more with, like, YouTube and doing videos. And then I was like, shit, I got to find someone who can, you know, edit videos. Because I'm not going to sit back here and edit videos. So that's where I'm at, you know? Antonio, so, like, seriously, I plan on doing more stuff for NYCFC and my new team Queensboro FC baby when they come out in two years but <laughs> you know I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna focus more on YouTube and, and just be off of that and you know podcasts are fun but I got bored of it and that's that's the reality of it.
0: Oh man a lot of people ran right out said like oh you'll be the NYC you'll betraying
1: them Nah man. nah there's no betrayal listen if NYCFC makes a stadium builds a stadium in Queens I'll I, I would always support NYCFC but this is literally a team in my neighborhood. Sure. Like, how can I not support that? I'm not giving up on NYCFC. I still love them. I love the whole team. I'm gonna, I follow them. And they're in two different divisions, right? They're in MLS and USL. So, you know, obviously when they meet each other in the US Open Cup, I will be probably rooting for Queensborough <laughs> FC because I'm always the David and Goliath type of fan. I'll always root for the underdog. Um yeah but you know I'm looking forward to uh getting things off the ground in 2020 and hopefully you know putting stuff up on on social media and and, and stuff like that you know i I've, I've been tweeting out here and there um just to so people know that I'm still there but yeah recording a podcast that's just out of my uh being a host and recording a podcast is just out of my you know my realm i'm not, I'm not in the mood to do that anymore
0: all right. From that, um, how many times were you thinking about this, about, you know what, should I do it, should I not do it, you know, one more episode, maybe not, I don't know, like.
1: Um, I would say it was when I hit episode 100, I was thinking in my mind, all right, let's do another 50. And then I got to 150 and I was like, could I do another 50? So I, I think around there, like after episode 150, I was just like, all right. I'm going to keep doing this. The season's still going through. And I think at the end of the season, I was up to like 170 something or, you know, maybe 160. So I was like, if I do quit, I'm going to quit at 200. And so I guess that gives you an idea of perhaps between episode 150 and 170 is when I started to contemplate about whether or not I was going to continue doing it.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, Would you ever return, let's say, like people will say one more time?
1: Well, I'm on the show with you now, right?
0: <laughs> no, I know, I know. But I'm saying one more time, maybe uh, another, maybe 10 more episodes, maybe. Uh,
1: it, you know, it would have to be, I, I won't say no straight up, but I really don't don't appreciate the editing part anymore. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. I hate the advertising part. I hate the marketing part. Uh, and You know what? Let me take that back. I don't hate it. I just don't like it. And so I've decided to not do things in my life that I don't like, you know? So that's three of them right there, editing, hosting, and marketing. I don't like doing it. Um, and so, you know, recording quote unquote, or at least being on a podcast about NYCFC. Yeah, that's down. You know, I've had company, I've had different communications with different people uh, regarding that. Um, but, Creating, not creating, but just like starting episode two hundred one with me back from square one. That's not going to happen. The market. So when
0: you say, when you say marketing, like what do you mean? Like, 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 do you look for like sponsors, or you just let the people who? Well, marketing, you
1: know, like you, you put it on Facebook, you put it on Instagram, you put it on on the website, you put it on the subreddit, you put it on Twitter. You ask people to retweet it. You reach out to other people to be on the show so that you can get a bigger audience you know all that marketing stuff um holding you know hosting events you know we we hosted events at at Ryan's daughter one year where we had a a, a happy hour for 3 hours imagine that a happy, happy hour, hour for 3 hours for 3 hours was, <laughs> was a lot a of good,
0: fun <laughs> that was that was very happy everybody was everybody very, was
1: very happy um, and everybody was
0: singing the bunny song <laughs> <laughs>
1: um you know we also raised money we I, i'm still going to say this we are the only source whether it's audio written or or video that is not associated with NYCFC that raised $1000 for city in the community you know we did that and we did that by selling the scarves and that's a form of marketing you know everybody who bought one of our scarves which are still available at $40 a pop 100% of the proceeds go to to city in the community and that's still going on you know like so it's not just marketing an episode it's just a whole marketing and pushing of the product, I guess, you know?
0: I get you, I get you. I mean, the whole thing for me, the the one where I upload this, they do all the work. I just, you know, just do this. Yeah. And then I just do my own personal. But yeah, I get you. I was like maybe when this podcast gets much bigger then I'll probably start doing that. Maybe, I don't know. I get you. Yeah. Um, Is there someone that you could say or maybe not say that could take over the reign as... You know, they, they will take uh, they'll be the ones doing the podcast for now on for the nation.
1: No, <laughs> no, um, that's my baby. No one's touching that without my approval. Um, if anyone is interested, reach out to me and, and we'll talk about it. But we do have NYCFC football podcast, which is hosted by Jordan Griffith and, and Nick Chavez. They have their own spin on, on, on how a podcast is run. They asked me permission to be on the NYCFC network. Uh, nation network and I said yeah you have my blessings and so I support them fully in what they do maybe not in what they say but in what they do I support them fully Um, (laughs) But yeah you know like if if you want to listen to another podcast on NYCFC nation's channel that's it if somebody wants to create another podcast and you know host it quote unquote on the NYCFC nation network they can do that too Um, but as far as it calling n y c f c nation podcast, that's going to be a bit difficult
0: oh okay <laughs> okay every, you heard that um, roddy get get uh, <laughs> come back, take over the nation, and we we're good to go
1: <laughs> yeah, roddy's gonna have a hard time with that time zone difference because he's like well, like seventeen hours ahead of us or sixteen hours ahead of us something like that but it's yeah.
0: already it's already it's already Sunday for him,
1: yeah, he's living in the future, that's great. <laughs>
0: Roddy, tell us, tell us what games are getting announced.
1: I know, right? (laughs) Tell
0: us, (laughs) tell us how 2020 looks before we enter. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, it's gonna be nice. All right. um, uh, What would you like to say to the people who listen to to your podcast today, NYC Nation podcast? After this whole time,
1: Well, uh, well, what I would love to say is thank you for listening to whether you listen to one episode or all 200 thank you for putting up with my shenanigans thank you for uh not making fun of me because i'm not a great host and you know a lot of fans you know reach out to me saying that they love the show love the show and i'm like why <laughs> <laughs> I, s- I sound like an idiot like wh- why Like why me i got a no- nasally voice you know like why me Um, and I really appreciate that because, you know, I would walk in the stadium in Yankee stadium, um, with my father and, you know, they'd be like, Hey, Andres, Andres, or, you know, Soto, Soto. And I look over and it's like, yeah, you know, you know, it's nice to meet you. And I'm like, do I know you? And they're like, yeah, yeah. Well, off Twitter, I'm like, Oh, what's your handle? And you know, this and this, I'm like, Oh, Oh, wow. That's you. Awesome. So, you know, you get to meet people in person through Twitter, through the, through the podcast. And it's, it was a great experience and. Um, you know, I didn't say goodbye to NYCFC Nation podcast because of the fans. Um, it was really hard for me to continue, and I hope they all – I believe they all respect that. And, and you know, maybe some of them are editors like yourself, Antonio, who understand the work that needs to be done behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there were there were many late nights where I wouldn't go to sleep till like 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning working on a show just to get it out in time. And then I wake up, and I'm like – beat but i got great feedback and then i was re-energized for that beating you know it was just like all right you know people are really liking this and so i'm really appreciative of that you know it, it was something an idea that i had i didn't know where it was going to go i enjoyed the run and i'm happy to look on to to other things
0: exactly what he said exactly why i decided to do podcasts like this recorded saturday that way sunday i have time to re- to edit and <laughs> monday and Monday to upload or Tuesday to upload, because I've had that feeling before, and yeah, I it's hate tough, it. Right? I hate it. It sucks, especially when I use, especially when it's a boxing match. When I used to do one take part uh, um, YouTube videos, wow, that's and the crazy. Fight, and the fight wouldn't end until probably what two o'clock in the morning, and then from two o'clock I'm recording. I messed up, cut it off, redo it again. I usually didn't fall asleep until 4 o'clock in the morning just so so I could get the video up.
1: Yeah. And, you know, that's why I I don't talk shit to anyone who does any type of things like YouTube or or podcasts or anything like that because people just see the end result or they look at or they hear the end result, which might be a 35-minute podcast, but they don't really know the the behind-the-scenes work that gets put into it um, that you do, you know? And so – I'm just appreciative, you know. I'm I'm happy. It sounds like Antonio, you did it for a passion, and you know I did too. I did it for a passion, and unfortunately, I'm not saying that passion's not there anymore. I have a different passion, and it's for a different venue, and we'll offer a grid out.
0: In other words, he's saying he's uh, once Queens gets up, he starts making the Queens Nation
1: podcast. <laughs> that would be the easiest, right? Queensboro FC Nation, right?
0: That's it.
1: Oh wait, I got to see if it's available online because if it is, I'm going to buy it right now. <laughs>
0: Buy <laughs> it right now. First guest, Carol Musmith. You're gonna. Get...
1: <laughs> I love Kira, man. She's great. She's great, and every and everyone that does uh that that works at uh, MLS Female, you know, they y- even that, you know, like MLS Female should get so much more credit than than they do, but they don't, you know, and and they exactly, should. And
0: exactly, exactly. That's why I, that's why I had them. I was like, yeah. they do so much that nobody knows.
1: Yeah. It's and
0: right and right now they have something hidden which we don't know we're like hey Sarah, good. um what is it
1: good <laughs> good I'm looking forward to hearing it because I'm a big fan um every time you know well not every time but most of the time something comes out um I'll, I'll try to retweet it and just you know try to bring more um more eyeballs to it but there's only so much I can personally do um but yeah no I love I love what they do
0: yeah I don't I don't even know what they're gonna do there is All of them know except for us, which is the bad thing because I need to know. Yeah. I I feel like I'm the girl in the relationship right now. Like, everybody, like, it's a secret. I need to know. And they don't want (laughs) to tell me. I'm like, tell me.
1: Listen, Anthony, you don't have to say you're the girl. You're the Latino in the relationship. All Latinos are nosy. We all need to know everything at every point at every minute of the time. That's it.
0: Michelle, Sarah, Kara, (laughs) Anaceli, You... you guys need to tell me, all right? I need to know. Well, <laughs> we'll probably find out soon since I hopefully I'll have them in February maybe. Because how the new schedule goes for the MLS really messed me up already. Yeah. So wow. I'm like cuz what not the first game is in February, the first week of February and I'm like, "Oh, man, I was going to have them that time."
1: Wait, no, the the original game, the the actual I guess game, not a home opener, but the, the official first league match is I think on the, on the second or fourth of March, or am no, I wrong?
0: You're wrong. It's, fe- it's February twenty. It's what? It's a leap year.
1: Oh wow, that's really weird. Okay, cool. And February twenty and,
0: and then mess me up. Yeah,
1: because
0: I was about because I was gonna have, the first uh, podcast. Uh, That week, and then the second one on home opener, and then they're like, Oh no, the first home opener is on leap year, and I'm like, Oh, okay, so I gotta make it earlier then. Yeah, I was like, Damn. So I'm like, How am I gonna do this? Well, I still got two two months, so I figured out what they're gonna do.
1: Guess what? what? Guess what, Antonio? What QueensboroughFCNation.com is available, and I am buying it (laughs) right now. So, how
0: you say this? <laughs> Caso Cerrado.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Case closed. There we go.
0: <laughs> it's come, this podcast is coming out Monday, so you're,
1: that's it, people. It's
0: bought. Now you have to create the Twitter account and everything.
1: I know, right? Everybody didn't, I go, say, didn't I just say I hate doing all that shit? Damn it. Here I go again. <laughs>
0: and you did it. See? You, people, thank you. Everybody's like, Tony, thank you. Thank you. You brought him yeah. back. Yes, people, I did it for you. <laughs> I did it for you. I did it for the people. That's why everybody loves me. Well, they don't.
1: (laughs) Or they don't. Who cares? As long as you love yourself, you're good, man. Don't worry about that. I
0: hate hate myself.
1: No, don't say that. That's a different podcast. Don't say that.
0: (laughs) No, I do say that. For one reason. I wish I had cheese fries. And I hate myself because I finished it.
1: Well, you know what you have to do now? You gotta get two orders of cheese fries, not just one. And save the other and just reheat it up later on, man. Come on. Come on. Look,
0: look, I bought I bought uh, a baker's dozen of bagels. Oh my gosh. Hush brows and cheese fries. And I only ate the hush and cheese fries. And I hate myself because I want more.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I get you. But what do you put? Butter or, or cream cheese on your bagel?
0: Cream cheese. I hate, my girl, hold up, my girlfriend puts butter, and I'm like, the hell you think I am, vegetarian?
1: So, I do both, and and I've I've been on record for this. I prefer to put cream cheese on my bagel, 100%. But usually, I eat my bagels when I'm at home, because I can get them from the bagel factory, I freeze them, and then when I want one, I'll take it out the next day, and it defrosts, and it's nice and soft. But... It's harder to keep cream cheese for a long time than it is butter. You know, for butter, I could keep it for three, four months in its container. But cream cheese, the minute you open it, it's almost gone in like a week or two. So I don't have enough cream cheese on hand. But I do prefer cream cheese. But if I don't have it, I will go with butter.
0: Cream cheese costs so much money. Let's all be
1: honest. (laughs) It's so good. It's so good. I know.
0: I just bought like two packs of cream cheese. Because I was going to eat it with bagel and I didn't. I had hush browns and cheese fries for my morning breakfast. Goddamn, I love that bagel shop. (laughs) All right, let's talk about the team right now. Your thoughts on the team when I get announced?
1: So, we're talking about NYCFC? Yes. Yes. Uh, My thoughts on the team. So, in the beginning of 2019, end of 2018, when Dome was you know six months into being our head coach, I did not expect much. I expected us to fight and be in the playoffs, but I thought we would be fifth or sixth seed getting into the playoffs because I just didn't see the replacement for via. I didn't see um, i I didn't believe in moxie getting even better. um I didn't believe um or I didn't see. Valentin Castellanos becoming the player that he could possibly be and the player that he was with us this year. You know, I, I what, you know, Villa is such a big hangover. You know, you have, honestly, one of the world's best strikers. How are you going to be better than that? You know, and obviously, I'm not going to talk about the stadium because we have no stadium. Uh, oh, no,
0: we are going to talk about the stadium later on. <laughs> we are going to talk right. about the stadium.
1: All right, fine, we'll talk about it later. But... <laughs> You know, heading into 2019 from 2018 season, I was disappointed that we didn't get any further in the playoffs. But again, it was just Domain was put in the middle of the season after Patrick Vieira denied rumors and then eventually agreed that he was leaving to go to France and coach there. But I didn't expect much. And for that as my expectation of, of finishing fifth or sixth to becoming the number one in the East... Is a huge success for me. That, that was great for me. We also got further than we ever did in the U.S. Open Cup. Granted, we got kicked out by Orlando City, which kills yeah. me. Yeah. And then we lost in the playoffs to Toronto FC, who we've also lost to before and just has our number almost all the time. That sucks. But I'm not disappointed with the team. And, you know, granted, we don't have a coach. We still have holes on our team. Um, what what's going on with with um, Medina? What's going on with with um Valentin Castellanos? he is alone, but he can easily leave the loan. You know, maybe he doesn't play the whole year with us. What's going on with um, our our defense? You know, we got rid of Ben Sweat. Um, we let him go, but who's our backup to him? And you know, we can't always rely on Matarita on the left side. So it's it, we also can't always rely on Tinnerholm being healthy the entire year because he was healthy last year and he was amazing. But you can't expect a player to play almost every game last year and just pick up where he started. It, it's or pick up where he ended. It's 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 difficult. It's 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 almost humanly impossible. Eventually, you know, an injury is going to happen or fatigue will happen. So there, I think there's a lot of backup issues that we haven't resolved yet. And, you know, a lot of people want to talk about not having a coach. I'm not worried about that because, granted, we do still have our starting 11 the way it is. And we have some good attacking options up front as a backup. But I'm not I'm not too worried. But I'm also not going with high hopes into 2020, you know, we have CONCACAF coming up. We have, uh, you know, of course, U.S. Open Cup and our regular season matches. um, We got a few friendlies coming up. I'm hoping that we can pick up where we started in terms of dominating possession and and, and turning the ball around but who's going to be our coach I don't know um whoever's going to be our coach is probably going to be trained in the CFG you know con- controlling the ball and and distributing the ball mindset from the back but I'm not worried like I'm happy um I'm not happy with the way the front office has handled things and it's unfortunate that yet another New York team has bad management or bad, you know, customer relation or or fan relation. But I don't know. At the end of the day, it's just I'm here to watch soccer and I'm not going to get caught up in all the um, turmoil. That's it. Like, there's only so much we can do. You know, why stress over not having a coach? I get it as a fan. Like, you're upset because you care about your team and you want them to thrive. But what are you gonna do? You're just stressing yourself out, and I, I don't know. I, maybe it's just my mindset now, but like, I'm not gonna let that s- stuff stress me out, and that's
0: it. That's true. I mean, everybody gotta hate my Twitter about now. Every time <laughs> I'm retweeting every single day, saying Chivas has a new player, and I'm like, they're like, wait, I know you guys heard everybody who I follow mostly NYCFC fans, and fans, yeah, they see everybody see. Oh, what was it? Antuna used to be Galaxy, now it's Chivas. <laughs> Gaito Vasquez, uh, what's next? Rumors that um, freaking Pizarro is coming. Who I wanted to come to NYC is coming back to Chivas. Supposedly, that's the rumor. Mm-hmm. And I'm like returning every single day. Like, hey, it's Christmas for us, and we get a new player in NYCFC. Everybody fan is like, um, so what's going on? What's going on?
1: Yeah, it, and you know that's any team. I I've supported. I've supported many teams locally here in New York: the Knicks, the Mets, um, the Rangers. I well, not really much the Islanders, but you know, I don't, I don't hate them. Um, but you know, even in American football, I'm a big Washington Redskins fan. But and and if anything, maybe I'm not so as, as jaded, or maybe I am so jaded or numb because the Washington Redskins, <coughs> excuse me, the Washington Redskins franchise is is a shit turmoil for the past 15 years. And so maybe I'm used to it, um,
0: Same here. Same
1: here. <laughs> but you know, I'm just, I'm not going to stress over it. You know, I'll let everyone else talk and stress and I'm going to go and I'm going to go with these games with the mindset of, I'm going to be watching soccer with my father. And that's what I care about. You know, like I'm going to analyze the team. I'm going to analyze the players. I'm not going to worry about front office. I'm not going to worry about a stadium. Um, and when it happens it happens and hopefully it happens in the four boroughs cuz it's not going to happen in Staten Island
0: Exactly and nobody would know how it feels to be almost the most popular team in Mexico and almost feel like you're going to get relegated every single year Nobody But would do know you
1: that. But do you? I do. Uh, but do you get relegated is what I'm saying like you know it you don't. It's it's just it's part of being a fan, right?
0: I mean, yeah, but you won't be able to see the games like on TV like that.
1: Yeah. No, I, of course not. Of course
0: not. I mean, I think it's like to not get relegated, I think you have to pay like $50 million. Wow. I think that's the number. I'm, I could be lying, but I think, I think that's the number. It's in the million. So if, if you don't want to get relegated, you have to pay this much so you don't get relegated. But the team that is like second division that will come to first division to take your spot will come and be like, adding a, another game
1: another game yeah wow. that's,
0: that's <laughs> what that's, that's what happened with vera cruz they paid i uh, uh, i don't remember it was 20 or 50 million one, one of those numbers and now look they're no longer here no more The the team pretty much is no longer
1: Damn. it's not a team see i don't follow the mexican league so i didn't i didn't know about any of that that's that's new to me wow that that that's sad
0: yeah now all the players are now free agents so NYCFC, you hear that? Every single Veracruz <laughs> players is is a free agent. Wanna make the team the fan base happy? Sign them all. They're good players.
1: Yeah, and, and you know what? Like looking at the Mexican league or, or a team like Veracruz, you know, they obviously have some solid players that would perform very well for NYCFC. But you know, that's the the backfall of being with NYCFC and and, and City Football Group is that they have their own source, you know, and so they have to I guess follow their own ways and you know, whether it's good or bad, I think it's just a double edged sword. It'll be good many times and many times it'll also be bad. And just that's, that's who we are.
0: Man, that's the first thing I was telling about is like, I think one person told me who will you assign. My first thought was I would sign Pizarro to be honest Mm -hmm. Uh, for our set uh, for where Maxi is Mm -hmm. like, I think I'll have Maxi more of, of a midfielder and have Pissado more of that attacking midfielder that could score. Like, that could be that playmaker. Yeah. So that way you, you could have two people. I was like, I will have him and Maxi. Have Maxi and Pisaro. But unfortunately, what I know is that Pissado costs about $18 million,
1: mm. About. Yeah, we don't have that DP spot, so.
0: Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's the whole thing. I was like, man, if I would have got him, I said, like, I'll get Pizarro. I'll pay the 18000000 million. I'll get J.J. Macias, a striker, another striker. That could be, like like we know, Bear Bear got injured. We could right. use another striker. Well, unfortunately, he costs $15 million too.
1: Yeah, and, and, that, and, and that's tough because it's like you can buy these players, man. Like, I love it. What happens if they get injured game one? You know you can't predict that, yeah. but the fact that we're not getting big names, which is what I think we need here in New York City to to put seats in the bu- butts in the seats. Um, it would be great to have some Mexican names because hello, we play in New York. You know how many not just Latinos, but the majority of Latinos here are Mexican that would come watch the game. Like it's just it makes sense to me, but that's the part that you you deal with 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 MLS rules and. Spending money and having salary cap, and you gotta, you know, play play the quote unquote game within those rules, and it's tough.
0: That's true. I'm not saying like go and go take every single Liga MX player. It's like you know there are other people you know over there. I I wanted to have Payet to come here. I want to have Payet. Uh, he, uh, there's a striker in um league in La Liga. I forgot his name. Uh, Iago Aspas, I think that's his name. Mm-hmm. I want him to come here. He's a great striker. He's 30, but he's, like, scoring, like, have decent numbers in La Liga.
1: Oh, but I 30 was, is good. 30 is fine. 30 is experience. 30 is four years from 34. Great math there. But it's like when you're 33, 34, that's a different story. But at 30, I, I think that's still a good number. That's not old.
0: I know. I was like, man, if I had the money, I would so sold by him. <laughs> Let me see how old he is. Oh, he's 32. Five oh, nine. Okay. he's five nine
1: yeah so 32 is a different number from 30. <laughs> um but you can still be very good in MLS at 32 you know you well, just
0: well listen to this thing he's playing right now in in celta Viga a hundred okay. 143 games that's amazing he has scored 79 damn and I was like when I said when Villa left I was like yo we should get him I was like, we should get him. We could go for the money for that. But uh, nobody listens to me.
1: No one listens to you, man. I get you. I get you, dude. It's just, You know what? Buy your own team. All right, Antonio? And then you can do whatever you want with it.
0: Why do you think I'm saving my money? I'm buying Chivas. I want to buy Chivas and make Ah. them more Mexican than it is. I'll bring Chicharito back. (laughs) I'll bring Chucky Lozano back. It will be like link. It will, it will be the national team on the. Chiefs It'll Church.
1: basically be the national team. Yeah, I hear that.
0: <laughs> I'll buy memo chua. <laughs> oh
1: man, you'll get Hugo Sanchez back from retirement too.
0: Oh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> I'll get him. How much Cristiano Ronaldo costs? I'll make him Mexican. I, I'll I'll make him fake. Uh, fake. <laughs> I'll I'll put a fake card on him. Be like, hey, he's Mexican. <laughs> oh
1: man, you change
0: it, And I change his name to Christian. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like Christian Ramirez, something like that.
0: <laughs> there you go. See, good, good think time. We could do that. We could do that. <laughs> All right. Um, what is your overall feelings towards the team now after six years since the announcement?
1: Um, jaded is my feeling over the team because we don't have a, a stadium, and honestly, that's it. You know, I wouldn't care if we're the last place team in MLS as long as we have an actual proper football, quote unquote, soccer stadium. But we're not there. And it's been really difficult. And there's a lot of, you know, hoops to jump through and a lot of politicians who want money for different things or want different things for money. It's just, we're in New York City. I wasn't naive to say, oh, yeah, in four years, we're going to get our stadium. I wasn't naive enough. But, to not have a location in mind is a little frustrating but at the end of the day if you just look at the team itself you have to be happy you know after the first year which was horrible which is also understandable because half of our players were from the freaking expansion draft you have to realize that we've been competitive every year in the regular season we've knocked we've been knocked out of US Open Cup We've been knocked out of the MLS playoffs, but so have all the other teams except one. You know, um, you could even say that if we went to the finals and we lost, we still got knocked out. Oh, but we made it to the final, but we still got knocked out. It yeah. doesn't matter until you win. You know, it's only one. It's only first place. There's no second place or third place. There doesn't exist that. That's just for, you know, young kids just to feel good about themselves. You win or you go home. And unfortunately, only one team, win, only one team wins every year. And you have to agree that NYCFC was always in that conversation of, of winning. You, know? you could also look at other expansion teams who haven't done well or other teams who have been in the league longer than NYCFC who haven't done well. So I'm happy team-wise. So the team yeah. makes me feel happy. But when you ask me about the organization, that's a different story. You know?
0: We're going to be talking about that. With everything. Pandora's box is about to open in a bit. But <laughs> we have to talk about this. What's going on with the stadium situation? You most believe the what people believe in is happening. You know what? You know, Nick Chavez saying there's a stadium announcement coming. Mm-hmm. Do you believe it? Do you not? Is it going to happen? Is it not? Like, what do you really believe?
1: Uh, I am the type my whole life to say I'll believe it when I see it. So that includes ghosts, which, in my opinion, I've seen already. <laughs> So I believe it. I believe it. Um, But or spirits, maybe not the word ghost, but spirits, whatever you want to call them. Um, The, you know, Nick has his own sources and sometimes they're hits, sometimes they're misses, but that's everybody else. You know, everyone has their source, quote unquote. You know, a lot of people didn't believe me when I said VIA was going to leave our team and go to either Japan or China. Uh, Granted, I was right. And yeah. people didn't believe me, but that's fine. Like it, it's it's its source, you know. I yeah. didn't believe the source either. I didn't want to believe them, but it was a good source, and I was like, "Hey guys, I'm going to say it on air." And whether I'm right or wrong, I don't care. I'm going to say it. And you know, people who say things on air have also the ability to be critiqued. And I don't believe all the rumors that are out there. I do believe that if we do do we do have a stadium, it's going to either be in in the Bronx. Or I would hope in Queens because I'm very biased. And I think soccer is in Queens. We are the world's borough. Bronx is only, sorry, for whoever lives in the Bronx, is for baseball. Um, and exactly. Queens is all about soccer. Um, and we have space for it. Whether or not it's going to happen with Queensboro FC, you know, maybe they get their stadium first and then NYCFC uses it as well. I doubt it because it's probably going to be a small stadium. But. I want it in Queens. I want it in the world's borough and I just want to have a stadium no matter what, as long as it's in the Bronx, it could be in Brooklyn, it could be in Manhattan, it could be in Queens. It cannot be in Staten Island. It cannot be in Jersey. It cannot be in Westchester. It cannot be upstate. It cannot be in Long Island. It's got to be in the four boroughs and that's it. Like I have hope that hopefully in the next two years, we have better, a better understanding of where we're looking officially where the team could actually say something and announce something, but you also can't hate the team for not announcing anything because imagine, imagine if the fans want the team to acknowledge something that has never happened each and every time. So every time there was a rumor, the team is going to come out and be like, "Hey, yeah, this rumor is true," and then it doesn't happen. Like it's almost like crying wolf. Like you can't you can't go out and say something and then it doesn't happen. Um, and you know there's negotiation and leverage, so you can't officially say something until it happens. So. Um, yeah, man, it's just it's sad. I'm a little bit upset, but I'm over it. Like I just move on, and I remember the reason why I watch soccer and love soccer is because you know my family lives with it, and it's in me, and I love the game. So forget everything else.
0: <laughs> I mean, let's let's all be honest completely. There's a lot of MLS team that quote unquote people say we have we have our stadium, but do you really some some people play on football stadiums? That's right. not their. They're not their stadiums.
1: Right. And how many have stadiums, actual soccer stadiums, that have less attendance than we do?
0: Oh, <laughs> a right. lot, a lot.
1: And granted, we are our, our our season numbers are getting lower every year, but we still are pretty good, comparative to playing on a fucking sorry on a baseball stadium. You know? Yeah, you baseball.
0: could curse at uh, this podcast. You could curse. All right, good. <laughs> Go for it. It doesn't matter.
1: Yeah. No, I'm just saying like, you know, everyone's going to complain about us because we don't have a stadium and because we're in New York City and because MLS pays attention to us and, you know, Don Garber this, Don Garber that. But you know what? Fuck it. You're, you don't live in New York City and we get some privileges that you don't. And that's just, that's just what it is. People hate to live in New York City. That's fine. Don't live here. Go somewhere else. Um, people who love to live in New York City understand that they're going to have to be dealt with a lot of bullshit throughout their lives. Um, and we're also a lot of us are jaded New Yorkers who have been, you know, through rough morning commutes going to work or other stuff, uh, other, you know, worldly things that have happened to us that are out of our control. But, you know, just we move on and hopefully we can move on and, and, you know, get us get a damn stadium. Jeez. <laughs>
0: All right. Um, your thoughts on the upcoming season for the team for the NYC?
1: Um, I hope that we're top four. I'm looking for top four. Last year I said we would be top six and five, and I was thoroughly uh, surprised with what happened when we became first place. But I'm, I'm looking for top three, top four. I don't know who our coach is. I don't know anything about that. I don't know any rumors for that. So I hope that whoever our coaches could come in and start, you know, not change too much because I, I really think it depends on the coach because if the coach comes in and starts changing tactics and starts pl- changing formations that's really gonna take a toll on the team I think whatever coach comes in here would be smart enough to say hey this is the formation you guys played in the past we're gonna stick with this and then I'm gonna slowly change things um, and I hope I hope that's that's the case and if that is the case then I would expect us to be you know again like top three top four team in the East but um, but you know, make the playoffs. Hopefully, not get knocked out. Not get knocked out of the first round like we always do. And yeah, that, that's that's my prediction. Like that's that's what I'm hoping for. All
0: right. So let's talk about the coaches. I'm gonna give you three names. Let's see if you this you say yes. Well, three or four names, and let's see if you say yes or no. Um...
1: All right. Disclaimer: I am yes. not that knowledgeable with the coaches, so good luck. Let's let's do this though. Let's go.
0: Arsenal Wagner. Yes. Unai Emery. Who? Unai, Unai Emery.
1: Oh, who's that? Wait, who's that?
0: Arsenal. He used to be Arsenal's coach, but he got fired. Oh
1: wait, yeah, yes, yes, I'm sorry. Uh it was just the the accent. Uh no. No. Okay.
0: Um at uh at Mohammed. He's not, he's not coach for Monterrey. Well, um, semi-coach uh, until um, the club's World Cup. Then he's free jet. I'm going to say no. Okay. And this is the one that everybody was saying. Jose Mourinho.
1: Yes. So you, I said... <laughs> yes. You 100%, do? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So oh. I said yes to uh, arguably the two big-name coaches there. And the reason why is because I truly believe that... Whatever system CFG implements, the coach will, will will take ownership or a bit of ownership from. But we were really put on the map, not just because of Via, but because of Patrick Vieira. Yeah. Um, and he was not a great coach at the time, you know, but he's a big name. And I think in New York, you need a big name, whether it's on the field or behind the scenes as a coach. And I would love to have. The experience of uh, those two coaches guiding NYCFC and MLS and also to prove it to, you know, the the naysayers that, you know, oh, it's a retirement league and all that stuff and it's easy to win there. Um, And just to see possibly them fail, you know, (laughs) sounds bad, but I would love to see these quote unquote amazing uh, brand name coaches fail for a bit and get shitted on and then turn it around you know, and make a great season out of it because they care about their prestige. They care about their image. Um, so I don't know about the other two coaches. I don't know anything about them, unfortunately, so that's why I said no to them. So they may be even better candidates, um, and I, I'd love to know your opinion on that, Antonio, but that's that's my response there, yeah.
0: I would say yes on Arsene Wagner, and I would say yes uh, on... Um... Uh, I took her Mohammed because that's one of the names I really do want because he works at uh he has the same philosophy same same formation as NYC does that's a four three three but he's more of attacking like he like good defense but he will attack you at the same time okay so I kind of like it so it's like they'll have a 43 but he will have like a center attacking midfielder right there like right. saying you know what we're gonna go for you
1: okay. All right, man, listen, at the end of the day, like I said before, I think we need a coach who will not tinker too much with the lineup um and who will take our team and say, Hey, you guys have been basically the same team for the last two years. I'm not gonna screw with that, but I am gonna, you know, bring in quote unquote my players into my system and slowly change it into, you know, their their version. So I, 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 I hope that, yeah.
0: All right, all right. Now here's the thing. <laughs> Oh, we're going to open Pandora's box. Your thoughts on the front office at the moment as we don't know, you know, stadium manager, um, Reyna left. We don't have no coach. What's what's going on for you?
1: Well, if you asked me this question two years ago, I, I would be animated and I would be angry and I would be frustrated. Personally, man, I don't care anymore. Like, I'm chill, dude. Like, seriously, like, at the end of the day, there's going to be soccer playing in New York City. What's going to happen is going to happen out of my control, and I'm not going to jump into the you know Twitter wars of why the coach hasn't been announced, why this hasn't happened, why this, why that, when this, when like I don't give a fuck about that anymore. People could waste their time on that shit, um, and to me, it's a waste of time. It's, for them, it may not be. For them, it might be a living, you know. Um, but I, I don't care. Like, yeah, it looks bad. But again, how many times did we look bad with the front office before, and we still were a top team in the East? Like this is like three or four years running now, and I'm just used to it now. So maybe that's my response: that I'm just used to us being dysfunctional. I'm used to us not having transparency. Um, I absolutely do not like how um, my ticket um, is a lot cheaper on the resale market than it is, you know, as a season ticket holder. I'm very upset about that. But that doesn't mean I'm going to stop supporting. It does mean that I trimmed down my tickets from two to one. Um, so I only have one season ticket now because I'm financially not going to support the team as much as I used to. But at the end of the day, man, like I'm, I'm a soccer fan. I want to support NYCFC and, and that's it.
0: I mean, I'll be completely honest. Like what you're saying is true. There was one game that I went down only paid like $5. Yeah. You know, i I'll be completely
1: honest. And I hope you had a great time. And I understand how this works. Like, I'm not naive. I'm in real estate. Supply and demand. If there's more supply than than demand, then the prices are going to drop, you know? In reverse, if every season ticket was sold and every season ticket holder went to the game, our prices would skyrocket, you know? So I understand yeah. that. And I hope you had a good time. And I'm not knocking anyone who is not a season ticket holder. But as a season ticket holder, I am upset because I'm making, quote unquote, a financial contribution to the team. And my value, especially with what they give us as season ticket holders in terms of incentives and perks, doesn't equate to to me spending this amount of money every year. You know, Um, if you want to just equate it to the performance on the field. okay, fine. You know, they've. They've they've been a great regular season team, but again, they haven't won anything. True. So there's there's a lot of negatives with it, um, Antonio. But again, I this is the 2019 Andres or 2020 Andres. Like I'm not looking into that anymore. Like I'm just looking at the positives. I'm not being naive. I know what the negatives are out there, but I'm not going to focus on that.
0: That's true. That that was the game that I won when I did that that was the day I met um, Carol Musman.
1: Oh really? Oh that's awesome.
0: Yeah. And then she said, "You know what? I have an extra ticket. Um, you want to go sit down and we just talk." That was the day we were talking about. Um, Tati Castellanos. I was like, uh, we were talking. I was like, like I could see, I could see him. You know, be a good player, but I don't think that's his position. Because I see him more as a left forward than I do as a winger.
1: You know, I would love, I would love to see Tati with my Argentinian team. And See where they put him. I don't see the youth games on on streaming services I just see the highlights and I don't want to judge a player off of highlights But I think the way Argentina plays which is also a three three four. I'm sorry a, th- a 4-3-3, Um I, I think they also put him out there in the wing, but what type of wing player um, He plays over there. I have no clue, but he's very at the same time You can say he's versatile which also yeah. means he could be good at nothing and you know or great at nothing and just good at everything but He's also young, you know, so he, he's got a lot of growth and maybe he even doesn't know what he wants to be. You know, I know he likes to score goals, so he wants to be an attacker um, and he doesn't seem to be the type of player to, um, you know, I don't want to say not pass the ball, but he seems to be the type of player who wants to receive the ball and score. So his mindset is attacking and, and you know, he's still coming on his own and he's going to learn eventually
0: i i say put him as a left forward rather than do it as a winger. that way he's yeah. like right there
1: you're right you know a left forward but he, you would have to also have a, a forward up there with him you can't leave him by himself
0: yeah you yeah. have uh matrita as a as a right fo- uh wait mat a my bad matrita a left forward um uh Castellanos as a right forward and then have Bear Bear as the middle and you have like three three forwards right there that could score.
1: Yeah. yeah, listen, it it all sounds good on paper, but if the entire defense or if our our entire the team that we're playing against is covering Moxie, then who's gonna distribute the ball? You know, like that's our issue. Like we don't have more players like Moxie. Granted, not every team does, but outside of Moxie, who's a distributor we don't really have one you can maybe say parks who's no longer with us right um, i do not think ring is that type of distributor to be no, a- everyday yeah he's um you can make a case for medina but you know everyone wants him out out of out of the team and so do i because he's taking up the dp spot um Shradi's not that player um yeah it, it's just we don't have those players that can give if you want your three forwards up top the ball like that, you know, or, or maybe it has to come from them and maybe one of them drops back and brings the ball up, but it's, 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 it's easier said than, than done, man. But if yeah, it sure. was FIFA, I'm pretty sure you do that on FIFA, right? You just plug them in and it's working ama- amazingly, but it's, it's harder in real life, you know?
0: All right. We do this. We take out one DP spot and we buy in Andres Guardado. That's it. We buy him. <laughs> we get him. Can we still get Shabby?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I would love to have a Mexican DP. Um, just again for the name, for the tickets, for the fans, for the jerseys, for the marketing. Um, we need that because as sexy as Herbert and Castellanos have been and they're Brazilian Argentinian, nobody knows them. You know, that nobody sure? knows Moxie. Nobody knows Ring. Only us. Only we know them. You know, but if you brought in <coughs> a player, you know, just because he was named recently a target, Falcao, you know, Colombian Ford, he's old and a lot of people are not, you know, a lot of fans in New York City fans are not gonna like it. But the truth of the matter is, marketing business wise, we're horrible. We're losing tickets, we're losing sales, we're losing marketing. And at the end of the day, as much as you want this to be a soccer team, it's a business. And if the business is not operating financially well um, which it probably won't be because we're, again, leasing a stadium. It's not our own. You know, you need big-name players. And unfortunately, the players who are performing well are not selling those type of jerseys. You know, via sold probably, you know, breaks all the records. Um, Lampard for the time was here. Pirlo for the time he was here sold jerseys. They didn't perform as great as you would hope, especially Pirlo. But they still performed off the field, you know, and that's a big proponent of of the business. And, you know, a lot of fans probably don't like that part of me where I think of it as a business. But it is because at the know. end of the day, there's owners and those owners may have a lot of money, but may not also have a lot of patience. And they can easily, you know, Come I don't up. think MLS would allow it, but they can easily just say goodbye, you know, and maybe that's something that they do want. Maybe the fans want different type of ownership. I don't. But that's it, man.
0: Hey, it happened to Chivas USA and uh, one team in Miami. They, right. I mean, it, it's possible. And the and I'll be honest, I've been saying that the possibility of NYCFC being here. There's also a big possibility that might not.
1: I I don't think MLS would allow it because it's just too much of an integral. It took this long to actually get a New York team. Yes, fuck you, Red Bulls. It's 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 taken this long. I don't, I, I think M- MLS would do everything possible to keep it "quote unquote" New York City. So I, I don't think that would but happen, but maybe different ownership.
0: But what if the team goes down and and the Queensboro becomes a new MLS team?
1: Then welcome the... to Queensboro FC Nation. <laughs> we are on that... the field. <laughs> you know, like. There's a
0: possibility. Man. It's a b it's a possibility that could happen. Yeah. Look
1: right.
0: look at Cincinnati. What's a was a second division team and now look. Yep. No, it could I agree, happen. Man. And we, I mean this is people be like, Oh, you guys are joking. It's like, no, we're not. Is especially if Queens is here, then yeah. it could happen. It could happen.
1: Yeah.
0: That's the thing. Um so what can um the, fan, the the front office the team can do to amend to the fan base in your, in your opinion?
1: Oh man, it, it depends on the fan because you know there's fans who are not season ticket holders and they don't care about buying tickets for $5. They love that. And then there's fans like me who care about people buying tickets for $5. Um, I, I think overall if I had to make a general statement the fans just want to have more transparency with the organization in terms of You know, what they plan on doing with the coach. Like, for instance, do they have a coach? Do they not? Like, just be transparent. Like, I I mean, I guess you're not going to expect a team or an organization to come out and be like, hey, we don't have a coach who wants to apply. You know, that's not professional. They're not going to say that. They're just going to say, oh, we have multiple sources and we're targeting our last three, whatever. Um, There's so many things, you know, stadium against season tickets. It's just hard to really pinpoint it of how they can make us happy. Um, But I think they can make season ticket holders. Cause that's just what I'm going to talk about. Happy with what their value of their ticket is and forget it. You know, I don't care if you can still buy tickets for five or $10, but the perks quote unquote that I get as a season ticket holder are shit, you know, sure. like the website that they use to register for points and all that was broken half the time or all the time. So it's like, I'm really just paying money right now just to take a seat when I can buy it for cheaper down the road, you know, on the public market. So I think one way that they can satisfy fans and possibly increase season ticket holders, not by a lot, but at least increase them, is to really add value to to the fans. And, you know, just, yeah, man, and I don't know what that is. Like, you know, it's not my job to figure that out. It's my job to critique it. Um, But I have, you know, I have different ideas about how they can increase um, the value for a season ticket holder, Um, you know, different, you know, food, different ways to eat, uh, you know, more than 10 percent off when you buy something. Maybe every fan once a year could go to the Yankees legends, uh, you know, suite and watch a game from there or eat at the all you can eat buffet as a, hey, thank you for being a season ticket holder. Here are unlimited chicken fingers. You know, like, at at this, you know, it just, it sucks for me to be like, hey, I'm paying all this money for for my ticket, and there's no, there's no real separation for me other than another person who's paying way more money for their ticket just to get access to better food, you know? But, you know, I, I really have to sit down and think about it. I wouldn't put all my eggs on that basket for what i said but it's hard it's hard you know customer service sucks uh i've had a different sales rep for the first three years of being a member finally i have taylor white who has been magnificent but for the first three years it sucked and i wonder how many other fans had that experience you know and if they have a hard time keeping salespeople, then you know they have to figure that out as well as why are they having a hard time keeping salespeople? um so it's 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 not an easy answer to to resolve on this episode, <laughs> sure. and if I had the answer, uh, NYCFC would be hiring me as their president, and they haven't. So
0: <laughs> that that's like hire him before we, he becomes president of Queensboro FC. There you I go. Mean, <laughs> all right, this this I need to know because this week we um somebody posted on the nation's uh, website. Um, a blog about the CONCACAF Champions League and your thoughts on the teams going to this tournament
1: so you also have to Anthony Merced is the the gentleman who i approached and he's been with NYCFC football podcast for quite some time he's almost their co-host now Um, and I was like hey Anthony do you ever want to write something if so let me know I'll give you the space for it and he jumped on it and I was like cool what do you want to write about and he's like I want to write about why CONCACAF is not important. I'm like, perfect. It's a controversial topic, which I know. And it's a topic that I sort of believe in. And we, you and I, Antonio, we're both Latino. You're Mexican. Um, I'm born and raised in America, but we're in New York. But my mom is from Argentina. My dad is from Colombia. I don't give a shit about CONCACAF. I don't. I don't care about the only team who plays in CONCACAF, which to me is Mexico. And that's it. So yeah. to me, the champ, the Concacaf Champions League is just another cup that Mexico could win, and I understand that it's arguably not arguably it is the largest trophy in this side of the world that they can win, um, and you know possibly play other teams internationally, but when you only have one country who dominates this entire region, what fun is it, you know? That's true. That's like true. at least with Comebol or or Copa America. Oh, well, not Copa America. I'm sorry. Oh, Copa, Bol- Copa Libertadores. Libertadores. Yeah. You know, granted, Argentina and Brazil are usually the winners, but you have teams from Colombia. You have teams from Chile. You have teams from Uruguay. You have teams from Ecuador who make it to the finals and don't always win it. Um, so it's not like one country that always makes it. And how many countries or how many teams does Mexico present? Like four or five or six? And, like, United States is bringing in three or four? It's like... It's basically going to be another way of doing USA versus I, Mexico, which to me is boring.
0: I, I, what I think I think this I think uh MLS brings like five five teams.
1: All right. And then how many does Canada bring? How many does Costa Rica bring? How many does Guatemala bring? How many does Nicaragua bring? How many does Cuba bring? Like these teams are not great teams in soccer and so again it's just going to be another USA team versus Mexico team and I get the the competition is important to the teams and the organization. But personally, I would rather see MLS or I'm sorry, I would rather see NYCFC win the league, win that cup. And then let's think about uh, the Champions League, CONCACAF Champions League. You know, Let, let's start locally. Let's win the freaking USL League, uh, US Open Cup. You know, if we can't win that. How do you expect to win um, the, the the Champions League? Again, granted, you know, there are rules with with roster for the US Open Cup but let's win one cup. Let's you know, I want to win it all. Like don't get me wrong. I want NYCFC to win every single cup that's available. But there's also a hierarchy, you know? Like great, Argentina or or Chile won the last two Copa Americas, but they didn't do anything in the World Cup. That World Cup means more to me, you know? So with NYCFC, for me, winning the MLS Cup is more important than for me again winning the CONCACAF because how embarrassing is it going to be to bring a team from another country to play in Yankee Stadium like that just looks bad as well you know it's just it it, it we're not a team built right now um, as a franchise from the executive standpoint to to show off how good we are when we don't have our own stadium and that's it's it's hard but I'm not saying CONCACAF doesn't mean anything it's a it's the biggest cup to win and that has its own, you know, threshold for me personally. I don't care about it.
0: I mostly, when I said, I was like, when he said it's not important, like I get it. But since I'm, I'm looking at more of an experience because that's what NYCFC doesn't have. I see a most like, uh, like in the big game, we, we don't have that. We choke. Yeah. And, 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 you see, like, yeah, Mexico teams, you know, they've done it. But it's because it's a different story. Not because, you know, they win the cups, But because in the past, we used to go to Copa Libertadores. Right. And, and fucking play River Plate, Boca Juniors, Santos, Vasco yeah. de Gama. Like, those are freaking hard games to go play. Go play at the freaking stadium and everything. And that's... And I, I think that's something that NYCFC, to be completely honest, does not have that does, does not have that experience to have. Like we choked like, yeah, we, we got first, but yeah, we were first. And then what? We didn't do shit during yeah. the playoffs. We got kicked out.
1: Yeah. And, and again, that it's a great point. And you bring another valid reason of why it is important, that experience, that experience of traveling to a real country that supports soccer, you know, when you go to Mexico, it doesn't matter what division it is, I'm pretty sure the stadium is packed. You yeah. know? Um, same thing for South America. And you know, and I hope you realize I'd even talk about Europe and I'm not going to.
0: No, because it's a different co- story. It's a
1: different, it's different story. story. But I, I agree. Like the only way NYCFC gains more experience is with these type of competitions in a very aggressive environment. And maybe not aggressive is the right word, but maybe in a in a hostile quote unquote environment where they have Forty thousand fans of the opposing team there, you know, um, but also, I, I would argue to be like, how far does that experience go? Because, you know, chances are six or seven of our players won't be with us the next year. You know, it's going to be another new six or seven. Um, but I I do like the fact that we qualified. It means a lot for the franchise to have its first birth, uh, which is coming up in a few days to see where who they play against, but. I feel like we need to fix ourselves first, locally, before we could even compare ourselves or 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 take the 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 tournament seriously. That's it.
0: I hope. I hope. Um, to be completely honest, there's only one team I wish. Uh, I want them to go, and it's not Club America, even though I've been saying that. Like I would love them to be in it, so that way I could like beat up somebody if I ever go to the studio. <laughs> I'm like am like what the fuck are you? And change it, Um, I would love, I would love to have, um, I think Stigris is in it. I think Stigris. I would love to go to that stadium like that. Like NYC goes to that stadium. Very hostile environment.
1: It's, it's, it's great. It's, a, I mean, again, you know, soccer in Mexico is under, is understated. Um, And it's a reason why Mexico does so much better than the United States does in soccer. And and they should continue doing that for years to come. Um, But like even within ask, let me ask you, like even within yourself, you know, being a fan of the Mexican League, like which is more important to you, the Champions League or or your local club or your local league?
0: Well, depending on the depending on the situation, it all depends. Because my team my team has won the championship twelve times.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And and I I've been a part of it seeing seeing them win it um twice. And like we pretty much won it all. We won yeah Tigris is in it. Yeah, I'm right. So I want to see Tigris. We won what in like one year we won everything. The the Copa and Mekis, the regular league, the the Super Copa and the CONCACAF Champions League, like we won it all. It's like I already have that feeling. That's the thing, mostly, I'm like, you know, I would love to have the experience. Like, for me, I would love them to win the Copa Libertadores out of anything. We already won all the championships. I'd rather them win something international, something that nobody has won it yet. That is not, you know, like you said, Brazilian, Argentina, and Chile, and, you know, something like that. But it, it depends on the fan base. Like, like yeah, we never, the NYC has not won a championship yet, like, yeah. That that is important, the, but for me, you know, I've already seen all of that. I want to see them win something international. Say, right. you know what? We did this. We did this.
1: Right, but you have that luxury because you've that your team has been in existence for way longer than NYCFC has. So yeah. you've had that. Yeah,
0: <gasps> yeah, I already have that experience. But I'll be honest, if if, it's, if we're talking NYCFC. I'd rather have them win an international cup before a, a league cup, so that way you know they have they, they know you, you know what we have done this before you guys done it. Listen,
1: can... if if NYCFC gets kicked out of U.S. Open Cup, and gets kicked out of the first round of the MLS playoffs, but they win CONCACAF Champions League, that's amazing. I I will be ecstatic. I just don't care too much about it. That's it. Like that's, I just don't that's, care. Because because because.
0: Like uh, only Mexican teams will win. Look, at, yeah. Toronto was was freaking the closest, but they lost like, against my team, who was in 16th yeah. place.
1: Yeah.
0: Fighting, fighting, um, division. going down to second division. Yeah. It, isn't that more embarrassing? That wow, a team that is really freaking losing like three zero, two to one, or like four zero against other Mexican teams. But you know, here comes Toronto, who beat in Tigres, a big big name now. Club America, you know, one and two right there, and you go against a team like my team Chivas, who is in 16th place, and you lose. Yeah. it's
1: like no, it's they tough, don't,
0: that, they don't have experience. That for me, they need experience. Before we win a cup, we need that experience. Okay. And that's that's the way for me how I feel it. And I hope I hope it happens. I hope I, I do. I see Msc win it the Concacaf Champions League. Hell to the F, no. I don't see it. I don't see it. Right. I could see us getting out, probably get eliminated by Tigres, León, America, or, or another team from Costa Rica. I, I could see it. Like in the first round. But, right. you know, it, it's depending on everybody. For me, I hope they win it. I hope they win a international um trophy that... Uh, not a lot of MLS teams could say they have won it. Yeah, but and,
1: I uh, mean that's and that's a big statement because then we can also be like, and we don't have a a, a stadium, you know? Like, th- there's so many good points to it, um, so that's why I don't disagree with the people who say that it's in the most important. I, I I get it, I just don't care. <laughs>
0: <That's> <laughs> it. Yeah, pretty much, because pretty much we every team that we follow, except for this one, has won something. Yeah, and we we, we, freaking, you know, and and every single day for me, I'm getting freaking messages saying, "Hey, this team, this player is coming, or this person is coming to this team, or this other stuff." For Barcelona, for Chivas, um, any other team? AC Milan? Freaking, what is it? Slatan might be coming back. You know. I think
1: I think he signed. Yeah, with Milan. Yeah.
0: Oh, he's dead. Oh, great.
1: Yeah, I think it's official.
0: Oh, great. I think it's
1: official. I'm not sure. I think it is.
0: I would probably wait. It's probably going to be for like six months and then that's it. I think he's going to retire there.
1: Yeah, and now you can say that, you know, Serie A is the retirement league, right? Because when he came over here, MLS is the retirement league, but now he's even older and he went back to Italy. So that must be the retirement league now, right?
0: Yeah, Cristiano Ronaldo's there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah. All right. So before we end this, I, w- I started this new thing called Whole Sock Five Mystery Questions. I have five questions, but you have to pick. It's five questions in each paper. I wrote them one, two, or three. All of them has five questions each. You have to pick one of them, and those are the five questions I will ask you.
1: Oh, wait, so one, two, or three has five questions each? Yes. So you actually have, like, 15 questions to ask, but I'm only going to pick one uh, out of five, right? Okay. Yes. Something Uh, like that. Five out of one, yeah. All right, so my favorite number, it's not my favorite number, but I'll go with it. It's part of my favorite number, number three.
0: Oh, God, we got the favorite questions. Oh, we're <laughs> going gonna to know a lot about you right now.
1: Oh, oh, geez. All right, let's go.
0: It's called the favorite questions. Okay. What is your favorite cartoon?
1: Oh, wow. Oh, holy shoot. I got to think about that. That's too much of a general question to ask. Let me hold on. Because I grew up with Looney Tunes, you know, like so. Same here. Same here. I can't say it's my favorite cartoon, but it's one of my most re- memorable cartoons because Looney Tunes was the only thing I got to watch last, you know, when I was a little kid. Um, I grew up with Darkwing Duck, also watching Darkwing Duck, uh, which was a lot of fun. I remember the Gargoyles cartoon. Um, oh,
0: you, you got Disney Plus by any chance?
1: No, I don't. No, I don't. You have should
0: it. get it. They're there.
1: I know. I Listen, I have, I'm have. i spending too much money on 70, other services. It's just like, yeah.
0: $70 a year.
1: I'll wait until they give another offer because I'm pretty sure maybe not uh, this Black Friday. Maybe next Black Friday they'll give another discount or something. Man, um, we, oh, that, no.
0: that, we had that D23 was like 100 and something, like $120, yeah. I think it was, for like three years.
1: So I'm, I'm going to – because do you count like Star Wars Clone Wars a cartoon or is that graphics?
0: That's cartoon For me, that's cartoons. cartoons. All right.
1: I mean, I, I just finished watching Star Wars Rebels, which I really enjoyed. I'm just starting The Clone Wars right now. I'm on Season 1, Episode 3. So if I had to, like, choose one, that's really tough. It's really tough to say what cartoon, quote-unquote, I can choose. It's really tough, man. Damn. You have
0: to pick one.
1: Okay. Then, I mean, if I have to pick one, I'm going to go with... Oh, man.
0: You can never... T- Change this question. The answer, if anybody else asks,
1: it. That's a whole thing. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's. Can we come back to it? Because I really got a debate on that. I, <laughs> All I really, right. Because you know, like I even remember Looney Tunes. I mean, not Looney Tunes, Tiny Tunes. Like even yes. Tiny Tunes was fun for me. Um, or,
0: or Muppet Babies,
1: that was also good. But was that a cartoon, or was that yes. anime, like that's a cartoon? Muppet. Okay. Yeah. So you know what? Then Sesame Street. Done. Sesame Street. I don't
0: think Sesame Street is a cartoon.
1: So, okay, so it's not animated. Okay, fine. Okay, then I'll take it back. <laughs> so it's not Sesame Street. Um, oh, man. All right. Yeah, I got to come back to that, man. I, I don't know the answer yet.
0: All right. Second question. Favorite movie of all time? Star Wars. Star Wars, just regular Star Wars? Uh,
1: well, I would have to start with uh, Episode 4, Star Wars A New Hope. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, that was quick. You see it? Like, I know that. Done. Next. <laughs> Favorite song. Oh. Wow. Favorite song. You know what's funny? Um, I should have that on my Spotify. Because I recently did a Top 25 playlist on my Spotify. Did yeah. I delete it? Let's see. Let's see. I'm gonna look right now. Top 25. Here we go. Uh oh, it's an order of. Okay, it's an order of Artists, but let's see. Now, if I had to pick one song from here, if I had to pick one song from here, um, okay, I would go with Joe Arroyo Rebellion. Rebellion. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah.
0: Favorite sports team?
1: NYCFC. <laughs> Is there another choice? um nah man like well okay then you know what it's above nycfc but this is equally like I, I i can't have one answer and you can't force me to choose one answer because i won't but it's a tie between colombia and argentina um oh, and, when, okay, and, okay. and when they both play when they both play against each other because i've been asked that it's really hard for me to decide but sometimes i've chosen argentina and sometimes i've chosen colombia but either way i'm not happy um but it, it's it's if let's say okay here, let's put it this way both Argentina and Colombia make it to the World Cup final, I would cry either way for, like, sadness, but I would probably root for Colombia. Okay. Because, again, the underdog, you know? Yes. And they've never won, and Argentina has won twice, so it's like... But it would hurt me because I want to see Argentina win another one. (laughs) You know? It's tough. It's tough for that. But, yeah. I would. I guess I would have to say Colombia over Argentina if they played in the in the World Cup final.
0: All right. I think this is going to be a little bit hard for you. Favorite NYCFC nation episode.
1: Oh, damn! Episode. That's really hard for me to say, man. Um, I told
0: you this is going to be hard. Like, we're going to know you a little bit more.
1: Um. That's going to be hard. That's going to be hard to say because, you know, I, I've had so many guests on, and it it every guest brought their own passion um, and intensity. <laughs> that sounds like Jordan, um, but uh, it's hard for me to say. I, I can't pinpoint it. You know what? I I would say my favorite episode is when I had our first soccer player on the episode was when we had um, um Sebastian Vazquez. Uh-huh. On, on the episode he wasn't with nycfc at the time he was playing um I, I think in florida or maybe in san San antonio um but when we had uh sebastian velasquez on the on the podcast that to me was my favorite episode because that to me was like holy shit i actually have an actual soccer player on the show um a professional soccer player so that to me was special
0: mm, okay so let's go back to one favorite
1: cartoon. Cartoon, all right. I'm gonna have, shit, man. I'm gonna have to go with Looney Tunes. Like, I, I wanted to just say Star Wars in general, but it, it's I, I would have to pick what you know what cartoon. But Looney Tunes, the reason why I'm going with that is because you would just turn on to Looney Tunes and you don't know what cartoon it would be. It might be Bugs Bunny. It might be Daffy Duck. It might be. um was it was it Sylvester and Tweety? Oh, yeah, Sylvester yeah, Twitty. and Tweety. Uh, the, the Tasmanian, Tasmanian Devil. Double. Like, there were so many different ones. You never knew which was coming out. So I'm just going to go with Looney Tunes. Yeah, whatever Looney Tunes put on. Okay.
0: All right. That's ev- that's the whole episode. Almost two hours.
1: <laughs> <laughs> good luck but, editing all that, man. It was oh, fun. No,
0: but... I, I already got everything right here, so I'm just going to be quick.
1: All right, good, good. I'm, good.
0: I'm probably just going to leave it all as once. I'm not going to cut it into two like I, I would normally we'll do it but i would just leave it as one because this was has to be all fun <laughs>
1: yeah no it, 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 it went out well man um thank you for for the opportunity man it's been a while since i've been on behind the mic and it was fun to talk about it um and yeah good luck with the uh with the editing <laughs> I, oh, don't, trust me. I don't
0: i don't miss that <laughs> oh trust me i have to edit one two three four five six seven eight nine ten ten stops
1: and that's it okay all right cool man cool 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 cool
0: all right people that that was all it. I am your host, Antonio Rojas, with my guest, Andres Emiliano Soto. Um, before we go, where everybody could find you?
1: You can find me on uh, Instagram. I need more followers on my Instagram. So follow me on Instagram, at the Andres Soto. And also by the same tag on Twitter, at the Andres Soto on Twitter. Um, I'm on Facebook, Andres Emiliano Soto. Um, and, of course, um, on the uh, the owner and founder of at NYCFC Nation. So you can check us out there.
0: Oh, that's good. That's good to know. Everybody will be back very, very soon, hopefully with the end of the year for video games for us, for Ooh. all Nintendo stuff. Let's see what happens at the Game Awards. There's some stuff that we know, some stuff I'm keeping my mouth shut for, <laughs> especially some stuff that I know. I'm not going to say it. And I'll catch you guys, hopefully, with Matt, Tara, and maybe a special third person. We I don't know yet. Maybe. Maybe I'll have them all. Maybe I don't. I don't know yet. So I'll catch <laughs> you guys very soon. <laughs> Bye.
1: Holiday tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine & More. There's something celebratory about bubbles. Our ridiculous selection of champagne and sparkling wines will make the holidays pop.
0: Who couldn't use a friendly wine elf? I can help you find the perfect bottle at just the right price.
1: Deep frying a turkey this year? A rich and earthy Chateau Neuf de Pop would make an interesting pairing. Whether you're entertaining or just bringing the wine, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection with you. This holiday, now offering same-day delivery at (laughs) TotalWine.com. Cheers! Buckle up, because Metro is bringing you the best deal in wireless. Switch to Metro and get your choice of two awesome free phones from top brands like Samsung and LG with huge HD screens and tons of memory for all your pics and videos. So hurry into Metro and get your awesome free phones only at Metro. Plus sales tax and activation fee. Requires porting of eligible number not currently active on T-Mobile Network or active on Metro in past 90 days. Limit four per account or household. Restrictions apply. See store for details and terms and conditions.